0: My name's Terry. Welcome to the
1: OddsCast. Welcome to the OddsCast.
0: Anything more?
2: Welcome to the OddsCast.
0: Get in the hole!
3: And welcome to this week's edition of Dot 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 In the Hole with the OddsCast podcast. I'm Dominic DeLeo, alongside Terry Takes, Joe Dallara, producer Corey, This week, it's the start of the FedEx Cup playoffs. It's the Northern Trust. Terry, I'm excited. Are you? I'm
0: always excited. Always excited on the first day. It's like golfing. You're always excited, and then the first hole happens, and then you're out. Then you're just looking for the cart girl.
1: I'm always looking for the cart girl, as long as she's 18. That's because you're creepy. (laughs) So this week – Obviously, first week of the
3: FedEx Cup tournament. Um, we're going to talk about TPC Boston and the Northern Trust specifically in a bit. First, we're going to go over the Wyndham. This was a tournament that we had discussed last weekend. Came down to Billy Horschel and Jim Herman. Herman, who's like this tour veteran. I think he was like, I don't know, What were the odds for him to win the tournament?
0: 500 to 1.
3: 500 to 1. So, if you were – and it came out of nowhere, so – Congrats to the nobody who did that.
0: You're essentially God.
3: If someone could actually prove that they bet on Jim Herman 500 and, to 1 pre-tournament.
0: And you're not related to him.
1: And, you're not point. his uncle. Death,
3: yeah. And you're not related to him. You're not his degenerate uncle. Send it to us. <laughs> My nephew Jimmy Herman, <laughs> 40 year old, whatever he is, totally Been gonna on take, him for 20 years, <laughs> finally won one. Um, but this was a tournament that wasn't you know, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of people, uh, big names in this tournament, but uh, it wasn't too surprising that a no name came in. I'm a little disappointed in Doc Redman, who I hit on Saturday heading into it, um, who really could have won if he just put together some sort of round. Siwoo yeah. Kim, um, another. Uh, disappointing Sunday, but what are, what did you take away from the Wyndham? And does anything play into given the lack of big names? Does anything about the Wyndham play into how you look at the Northern Trust specifically in these FedEx, FedEx Cup playoffs?
0: Um, from the Wyndham again, you know, Doc Doc was on the card. He had a bad chip and a bad putt, or else he would have been twenty under and right right there. So that was a little disappointing um, in terms of. Taking things into this week, not really. Um, I think it's just, like you said, a lot of the big names weren't in the field. Um, some of the big names that were, like Brooks missed the cut. Um, Sergio didn't play well enough to make the FedEx. So I, I don't really see too much correlation. I think it helps, you know, confidence for some of the younger players, Doc Redman, who we know now file it away, just money on on Donald Ross courses. So
2: yeah,
0: uh, remember that for for next year. Um, yeah
3: i mean webb simpson uh finished third in this tournament even though he was in the hunt and kind of fell back a little bit on saturday didn't make a charge but he is uh someone i think you watch in the northern trust just a guy who's had a great year so far um but yeah i mean other than that i really don't have much to say about the wyndham
0: no no me either except, i wish except... I w- I wish we could go on vacation somewhere and <laughs> Stay at santa wyndham hotel no can we need, leave like a yelp review state.
3: Stay stay at a La Quinta Inn. Yes. The 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 prime. So before we talk about the TPC Boston, uh, before we talk about the course TPC Boston and the Northern Trust, let's talk about the FedEx Cup uh, playoffs. The Northern Trust is the first leg of the three-part playoffs. That is like the annual conclusion of the PGA Tour. So everybody is accumulating points. Through the entire season, the FedEx Cup points, and then they cut them off at top 125 golfers in the standing play in this three tournament, three weekend playoff. And you saw last uh, week, you know, it was like, oh, maybe we'll bet Sergio because he is a golfer that has been so standard in the top 125. He's got to play in the Wyndham to make the tournament, uh, make the FedEx Cup playoffs. He didn't do it, um, but was not hungry.
0: Not hungry enough.
3: <laughs> so I think it's a pretty cool thing. Um, this has been going on for a while. It adds like kind of like a new major element to our new golf betters. Uh, I think that's kind of how we look at it. Uh, usually some big names win win the FedEx Cup, and usually there's some winner uh, big names who win these uh, legs of the playoffs.
0: You know who the first winner was?
3: Of the FedEx Cup? Yes. Was that 2011?
0: Yeah, I think. I haven't looked it up. I'm pretty sure I know the answer, though.
3: Is it Dustin Johnson?
0: (laughs) No, it's Billy Horschel. Is it really? Yeah, I remember that's when I started really getting into golf, and I was like, well, this is stupid. Who's Billy Horschel?
3: (laughs) I know Dustin Johnson won the Northern Trust back when it was called the Barclays um, in 2011, back at the good old Plainfield Country Club, uh, which, which, which we played last weekend.
0: I, I like the FedEx. I like the FedEx Cup. I think it's awesome. You have the progressive cuts where it goes, you know, you have 125 this week and those guys in, in, on the bubble now need to play well enough to get in the top 70 because only the top 70 advance the next week. And then after that, the top 30 to East Lake for the club championship. So it's like, it's high high stakes. And Even if you're not in, in you know, competing to win that specific tournament, you still mm-hmm. need to play well enough to uh, get enough points in advance, make sure in that, you know, that cut. I do want to. I do. I have a question though. Since we're talking about FedEx Cup playoffs, what do? You, what's the? What's the relationship do you think between FedEx? FedEx employees and the postal service? Are they down with the cause? Are they? Are they looking at it from Ooh. afar and thinking, "Good, good. Let's get rid of competition."
3: I think the executives might be thinking of that. I think the actual FedEx employees of which there are many that are not executives are probably um, down for the cost. That's how I would put okay. it I'm not like I'm trying like
0: bloods and are we looking at like bloods and crips, like jets and sharks? <laughs> what just, would you, just what are you, it. what's
1: UPS then? exactly, exactly. It's so to say I think like,
3: the exa- I think executives at UPS and FedEx are um, would gladly welcome the privatizing of yet another um, United States government service. and you know, I will leave it at that. Uh, they definitely don't have boxing matches against each other. I just googled USPS Fedex box.
1: okay. Oh, so good. strange results. That was a good one. I like yeah,
0: that. Well, you don't talk about fight clubs so um. But uh, before we move on, Dominic, I would just like if we could take the time to just acknowledge some of the players that won't be playing this week.
3: Oh, sort if, of like a uh, memoriam.
0: Yes, this is an in-memoriam for those players not in the top t- 125. God
3: bless. We'll take it away. Terry takes in memoriam. Players who did not miss, uh, players who did not make the FedEx Cup.
0: 126. Fabian Gomez, one twenty-eight. Charles the Teeth Schwartzel, one twenty-nine. Rafa Cabrera Bayo sad. One thirty-four. Matt Wallace could be a NASCAR driver. One thirty-five. Sergio Garcia, Sergio Garcia.
3: All R- right, R- 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 fucking P, he killed mm-hmm. me last weekend.
0: Saves my wallet. 139, Jonathan Vegas. 146, Danny Willett, Masters champion.
3: <laughs> the most random Masters champion of all time.
0: 151, Seamus Power.
3: What are your favorites?
0: 165, Brendan Grace. 179, Jimmy Walker, random PGA champion at Baltusrol. 181, Jim Furek, who I model my golf swing after. That one hurts. 191, Luke Donald. 234, Ernie Els. You will all be missed.
3: Moment of silence. And we're back. We're going to talk. Thank you. Thank you, Terry, for that memorial. That was sad. Uh, just ate through the entire thing. (laughs) It was sad. Yeah, no, I mean, sometimes you just got to pay your respects and, uh, you know, thank you for your service. TPC Boston, the Northern Trust, formerly the Barclays, FedEx Cup playoffs, the first leg. Terry, this is a tournament uh, that's kind of sad to me personally because this was supposed to be at Plainfield Country Club um instead they take it away from new jersey put it up at tpc boston we were getting that new jersey feel between ridgewood plainfield Liberty national but now tpc boston the first massachusetts course i think uh that they've ever a new england course they've ever played in the first leg this tournament historically and i want to get your sense on this uh, this is what i thought about first the wait Trust.
0: can we first can we just go around the horn and just mm-hmm. do quick boston accents Park the car. Park, park the car.
3: Go a quarter mile down the road and make a shop right. Shop, (laughs) shop right. Four. Peter. It's a family
0: guy. That Bryson Deschambeau hits the ball far.
3: (laughs) Wicked far. It's juicing, kid. (laughs) <laughs> All right. I think I'm done. And that was talking buff. <laughs> so I wanted to get your take on <laughs> the, the winners of this first leg. So, Cause I'm looking back at this, this, this tournament historically since 2015, a lot of big names have won this or like emerging stars. So you had Jason day in 2015, won at Plainfield. He then went on to win player of the year in 2015. Patrick Reed burst on the scene 2016 winning this tournament at Beth page black, Dustin Johnson, 2017, Glenn Oaks, um, back in 2017. I think he was the number one in the world at that point. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau in 2018, another one who's burst on the scenes. He was pretty young then. Then Patrick Reed wins it last year at Liberty national beating runner up Abraham answer by yep. one stroke.
0: That's where I fell in love with Abraham, but I also I had Patrick Reed as my winner on that one. That was nice.
3: So, and even if you look at the runner up, uh, the runners up 2018, Tony Finau, again, another emerging star in 2018, Jordan Spieth, 2017 lost in a playoff to Dustin Johnson. Um, you know, they're uh, usually for, and I mean, you look at it, right. The top 125 golfers of the year, usually you're going to get some big names, but it seems to me like the big names usually, or at least recently have won it and have brought it home. I mean, if you look at 2014 Hunter Mahan, 2012, Nick Watney, uh, you know, that's that's kind of Nick,
0: kinda... Nick, Nick Watney didn't make the in memoriam but he is not in this year's 125. <laughs> he was like 134.
3: But there's been about Oof. a 5 year stretch of really big name golfers or emerging stars. So I wanted to I, get your sense of what that means looking at this tournament specifically and are you looking at some big names or are you looking at some emerging stars?
0: I am looking at both, but I agree with you and if you look before the Northern Trust, TBC Boston hosted the Northern Trust this year. They hosted the Dell Technologies Open from starting in like 2003. Um, and if you look at those list of winners, it's the proverbial who's who of golf. Mm-hmm. Let's just run it. It's a lot of the same names you just mentioned. We got Bryson. Bryson's defense won in 2018. Justin Thomas. Rory, two-time winner. Ricky Fowler. Henrik Stenson. Webb Simpson. Steve Stricker. Vijay Singh. Bill Mickelson. Tiger Woods. Just stars of the game have all won here. The most random, Chris Kirk in 2015. So the odds are that we're going to see similar star power here, the upper tier of the odds of the board. Um, so it's not really a tournament you want to be laying a lot of money, um, you know, past, you know, 30 30 to one, maybe 40 to one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely have have my my eyes set on, you know, the top half of the board. Another another thing I noticed is a lot of these, the winners of the, at least the Dell, which was when the FedEx Cup was four legs, it was the second leg, I believe. Um, a lot of these guys had, pre I mean, obviously they're 125. A lot of these guys had previously won that year. Another little trend I saw is that a lot of these winners at this tournament, it was generally there between like their third and sixth PGA tour win. So they had one before that year generally, and they had mm-hmm. won, you know, a couple of tournaments, not too many. They weren't, you know, where they are now. Like, yeah. per- like the first time Rory won, Rory was a two-time major winner at this point. So mm-hmm. obviously it's pretty good, but it was still, is only his, I think his fifth PGA tour win. So it's, it's not like, you know, Tiger Woods winning now, his 83rd. So, um, definitely looking at guys who are established on tour rising stars and who, you know, could are in that upper echelon or are on their way up there.
3: Yeah. And I think, you know, interestingly enough, I'm looking at the first name that came to mind after you said between that three and six pga tour victory and they're kind of rising and have won a tournament this year i my mind immediately went to daniel berger who won the charles schwab challenge in june and he that was his third pga tour win and he's 27 kind of hitting his stride this year and he's the 31 this year i'm interested to see if he makes that kind of best bet or gets on your uh, betting card this week
0: i do i do love mr daniel as a winner 30 to 1 as you said he won the charles schwab in the playoff against Colin. Um, Orakawa, five tournaments he's played. He's won. He's T3'd. He got cut at Memorial, T2 at St. Jude, and then T13 at PGA. Like you said, he had his third professional win. In terms of stats I'm looking at, I'm looking at total driving. Mostly I would weigh distance over accuracy, bigger fairways this week, and approach shots. He's ninth in total driving, 15 strokes gained, T to green. 21st stroke scanned approach so mr daniel berger will definitely be on the card especially he's in that sweet spot 30 30 to 1 i, I like him a lot good eyes. Uh, good eyes on you
3: thank, thank you thank you let's talk quickly just before we go into our bets uh the statistic here we're, we're looking at this week i know you touched on a little bit distance over driving i know this is a big uh strokes gained approach course but just give me your sense of what we're looking for in terms of playing style this week and talk a little bit more about that.
0: Uh, I'm definitely favoring the guys that hit it. I mean, if you look at that list of winners that I just rattled off, there's two There's two groups. It's like a Venn diagram. A, lot of, well, a few of them overlap. Oh, I love two, those. Yes. There's two groups of players. There are drivers of the golf ball and there are strikers of the golf ball. Mm-hmm. So I mean like off the tee and stroke-scanning approach. You look at drivers of the golf ball, you have Bryson, 2018, obviously not the yoked Bryson now, but still hit the ball pretty far. Him, Justin Thomas, Rory, um, even Tiger, you know, back in 20, 2006, all drivers of the golf ball. Then you had the ball strikers, which are Fowler, Stenson, Webb Simpson, Steve Stricker. So, you know, those are just looking at that history. You can just glean that those, those two stats are most, most important. Um, and I, I think in this day and age, I I would look at the driving distance, especially with these little wider fairways than usual, and then approach.
3: Good to know. So let's get into it. Let's go with – how about each of us give out a top-tier player that we're betting to win, a middle range, and then a long range.
0: Okay. Let's, Let's do that.
3: Let's start out with the top tier. I'll have you go first.
0: Okay, um, so top tier, we mentioned Daniel Berger. I don't know if he's middle tier, top tier. He's on the card. The other person in that similar range, guy that I had bet for the PGA, um, Jason Day, 23-1. to one. He was written up by the guys at the Action Network. Everyone kind of likes him this week, which makes me a little nervous that he's kind of a popular pick, but mm-hmm. still, um, I think – He's, he has four top 10s in a row. Um, he's 15th t to green strokes gained. And he doesn't necessarily have, you know, top tier approach um, strokes gained. But over the past four tournaments, he's improved each uh, tournament, increasing each tournament um, against the field. Uh, and his history at this course, he's, he had some top 10s, you know, in 2013 and fourteen. Missed the cut last year, but um, I think he was dealing with some back things last year. So, I, I, just a guy that's been playing well, um, you can get him at over twenty to one. I, I think it's it's a veteran play, it's a savvy play, and his, his game is really coming into form. So, I think I think he he would be one at the upper echelon.
3: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't think Fanduel's announced that they're doing the birdie bonus this week, um, or if they're gonna have something similar to that. I think that if they were to do that and they might announce it tomorrow, we're recording this on Tuesday, releasing it Wednesday morning, Tuesday night. But if they were to do it, one guy that I would look at uh, is Justin Thomas. I know that the price is so short at 13 to one, but you know, this is a weird year where we've only played one major to this point, but you know, he's a world number one. It wouldn't surprise me if he won one of those majors out of the masters of the U S open that's to come. And we may look back at, 2020 as like justin thomas's year um so he's the guy that i like the most at the top of the board i you know i wouldn't necessarily take him at 13 to 1 i would maybe wait a little bit uh maybe hit a live better if he's kind of in the middle uh, if he's kind of in the hunt heading into the weekend he's a guy that i would definitely target uh but i do like justin thomas a lot like you said already won this year He's got a lot of tournament wins, but this looks like it could be his year. I do agree with you on the middle tier. Daniel Berger, uh, anywhere over 30-1. to I think he will be in contention this weekend um, at the very least because he's just, as you said, he rattled off all those numbers about how good he was in the last couple tournaments, the last couple weekends. So that is my lower tier and middle tier. Let's go to the higher tiers, or I guess, depending on how you look at it, the long shot give me mm-hmm. give me your favorite long shot this weekend and tell me why make the case
0: okay uh so my guy this week is mr matthew wolf 70 to 1 um he had one of the quieter T4s at the PGA went 65 5 under one of the lower rounds on Sunday and i feel like no one really talked about it um in terms of a tournament that has seen more established players win in the past. Um, Matt has only one win on tour at the 3M last year. He had T2 this year. He hasn't won this year. But I think in this weird, kind of what we talked about at the PGA, where there are no fans, it's kind of like college golf. He's, you know, not too far removed from college where it's just you and the course. I, I think we might see the younger players play well and finish higher than they normally would without the added pressure. Um, and he's comfortably within the cut, so there's no like real pressure there to advance next week. Um, but 24th total driving, 11th strokes gained off the tee, 91st um, strokes gained approach, but he gained almost two strokes uh, against the field in approach at the PGA. And he tweeted that at the PGA, it was the best ball striking week he's ever had. So if you can keep that going, he's a he's a decent putter and bring that over to up to Boston. I I think you know he has the tools and 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 the mindset to to compete and possibly win in this loaded field.
3: I like it. And I think that line movements, um, Matt Ramos actually Likes him too a lot. I'm reading this article right now about Matthew Wolf, Um, you know, and he's been just awesome with strokes gained approach um, in his last tournaments, his last five tournaments. He averages 2.7 shots, the shots gained approach per round. Um, so or it might not be per round. I think that's per week, uh, but that's, you know, it's a lot. And I think his game fits this course and you're right. You might be kind of his time to ascend. Uh, and And he was very quiet. I mean, he was, The first at that PGA, he was in the clubhouse very early with that crazy little round. But I think that, you know, if he carries some of that over to this tournament, could be good. Uh, I, like you said before, I don't really like a lot of long shots here just because there are names that have been established. But one of the guys that stood out to me was at, I think he was at 60 to 1 on FanDuel is uh, Victor Hovland. He's Mm -hmm. 22 years old has already won the PGA tour. If you want to count the Puerto Rico open as, as the, the, curse of the
0: Puerto Rico open. Him I, Tony Fina.
3: I know we've discussed that on this podcast before, but he is top 10 in uh strokes gained approach this season. He has been, he's shown to just hit hot stretches where he is just on the pins, kind of similar to Wolf where there's a couple whole stretches where it seems like he is just within eight feet, uh putting for birdie on like six straight holes so it's a guy you know he's a guy that i think if the right things happen i may take a flyer on him just to go low early and just continue just putting together a crazy round but like you said there's not a lot of not a lot of guys on the on the lower end of the spectrum um that i like here let's let's go to our best bets
0: uh yeah Let's let's do that. I'm gonna throw out I'm gonna throw out some some props real quick. Okay. I mean, just looking at I just want to let let the people know. Top tens: Ricky Fowler, seven to one prior previous winner. Guy's been playing okay. Missed the cut because he double putted at the PGA. Um, just a lot of value there. And then top twenties: drivers of the golf ball. I'm looking at Cam Champ. I'm looking at Jason Cockrack. How do you not love that name? <laughs> That's an and, awesome name, and I'm looking at Sam Burns. I'm gonna they bet all, that they all hit the ball far. They all are in good form, um, so they're they're people that I would I would look to bet, um, especially at their numbers four, six, and eight and a half to one, respectively. I think my best bet this week, Dominic, are you sitting down?
3: I'm actually not. I'm standing up, but I'll sit down for this. I mean,
0: yes. I mean, you might have you might be pitching a Sam. soon. Uh, I think my best bet this week is going to be a tournament matchup, and it's going to be Mister Rory McIlroy at plus one ten over Mister Bryson DeChambeau. That it's, is
3: music to my ears.
0: <laughs> we have we have Rory, who's a two-time winner here. Uh, he's he's been playing okay. I think it. it, it during the start of the COVID, the COVID uh, season, he wasn't on his game. He's starting to round into form a little bit um, at a course that he's won twice. He's had very a lot of success here. He's comfortable. We have, and then we have Bryson, who did, who was the last winner here in 2018. But you know, as Bryson has said in interviews with his body transformation it's like he's playing a lot of these courses for the first time because he's having distances that he's never had to hit before meaning like mostly wedges in Mm -hmm. and his wedge game hasn't been you know great it's one of his weaker parts of his game so i think a, a guy that's won here twice um very comfortable but you know generally the thought of as the number one player in the world against DeChambeau who had success here, but a, 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 he's essentially a different DeChambeau. Um, I think that there, there's a, a lot of value at getting the number one player in the world, or I don't know if he is right now, not right now, but was no,
3: he's, I think he's yeah.
0: third. You're getting him at plus value against Bryson, who's going to have wedges into these greens and he's going to be playing this course almost like it's brand new to him. So uh, I I really like that bet. And I know it makes Dom incredibly happy.
3: (laughs) It does make me happy. Uh, My best bet, and we could talk a little bit about certain golfers you're fading or or buying after this, but my best bet this weekend is top 20, top 20 bet, T20. Webb Simpson plus 140 uh, to – be in the top 20. This is a course that he's won at in 2011. His last three tournaments, he has been um, pretty good. I mean, he's finished third last weekend. He was got another top 20 in there other than the PGA, which I think he finished 37th. I'm looking at now. Uh, he's been very good. The strokes gained approach statistic. He is eighth in the PGA. And I think, you know, a lot of guys didn't play last week. I think he's kind of in form and given the past history and just the season that Webb's had so far already winning a tournament and kind of he fits the mold. He fit, he really fits the mold of a winner here, but I think he's going to be in contention um all the way through Sunday. So I'm going to go Webb Simpson top 20 as my best bet.
0: Like like a good like like a good Webb I uh, I'm excited for this week. I can't.
3: No, I mean, it's, this is a, it's, and it's weird because we haven't had the majors yet. So there's, you know, we just had one. No, I mean, usually all four majors are done by this point this year. We're only having three majors. Only one of them is done. I would be surprised uh, if Colin Morikawa wasn't very highly ranked uh, or highly owned in some lineups. I think that Daniel Berger will be a hot play. I think that Bryson will be a hot play. Um, but like you said, I'm not really too keen on Bryson this weekend and I wouldn't be too quick to jump at Colin Morikawa.
0: Do you have, I guess, to wrap this up, what, what's your favorite, what's your favorite daily fantasy play? Who's the guy that's going to be in your lineups?
3: Uh, I think it's it's necessarily
0: Brent. be a hair. Like doesn't have to be a highly owned guy, but I mean like a high ranked guy, but just like yeah.
3: that. I I think Champ is up there. I think he's going to be – I think he'll be pretty highly owned, but I I like those lower-cost guys that kind of anchor lineups. Um, Berger is probably going to be in because he's probably my pick to win uh, this tournament. So you always got to try to have the winner in your lineup. Uh, So I think Berger is going to be in my lineup. What about you?
0: Uh, I agree with Berger. And then a guy, like I mentioned before, Sam Burns, he's been – Four, four or six cuts made since COVID. Um his worst finish is a T you know of the cuts he's made the worst finish is a T thirty two. So I and he makes birdies. So fifteenth last week he's he's getting in the form. He's probably gonna be low owned driver of the golf ball.
3: Love it. Love it. That's the Northern Trust everybody. Joe, do you have promotions for us?
1: Um I haven't seen any actually um I do know I've not either. seen one on FanDuel nor DraftKings but I think last week they wound up posting them a little bit later Uh, so you know something to keep in mind Um, just keep checking check daily and I noticed with FanDuel in particular they just went through some crazy site update Um, but I was opted into things and then after the update I was not opted into them so be sure to check your promotion page and opt back in on everything.
3: I saw actually too. There was a little bit of sportsbook wars going on on Twitter. DraftKings was throwing some shade at FanDuel.
1: Love it. I mean, honestly, like I don't blame them. I mean, it was really stupid of FanDuel to do site maintenance before the first day of the NBA playoffs. It's
3: just I mean, insane. They gave me twenty dollars for it, so I don't. know. Really yeah, yeah, they were they were they were down game. they were down like four hours, and you know if you are any serious about this, you are on multiple books, so.
0: I don't. I will say, oh, yeah. if we're talking about this, I don't like FanDuel's update in that they tell you how long you've been logged in and how much money you've <laughs> bet during that time, and it's just oh, like that, an that update I don't crazy. need. It's like if I'm drinking my patented Corona Lights and Corona Light told me how many, how long I had been drinking, and how many beers I had drank. I don't need to know that information.
1: I mean you can opt out of it. I don't know. Please opt out
3: of my wellness (laughs) checks. It's like it's
0: it's like when Ron Swanson
1: tries to go off the grid. (laughs) Destroy all pictures of Ron. (laughs) I just don't need to know this information.
3: Yeah. All right. That's the Northern Trust. Dot 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 in the hole. First round, FedEx Cup playoffs. Stay tuned. Um and be sure to check the socials. I know Terry Takes has been posting his picks and his full card for these tournaments and he's actually been doing pretty well. So
1: yeah. Yeah. People Follow have been me. uh the people have spoken. You know, a lot of I've actually been getting some text messages saying uh that they love Terry. They're like I don't even know this person. But I love <laughs> who, doesn't, who doesn't love me?
3: I mean I don't either.
1: But. I don't. I don't <laughs> love me. I don't even know who you are. That right, makes before, him so funny.
3: <laughs> before we get too self uh, reflective here, let's end it have a great weekend guys I'm sure we'll be on soon to talk about the NBA NHL playoffs MLB still going full gear it's a great time to be alive and a great time to have sports back uh but thanks for listening dot to dot in the whole northern Trust
2: god bless or somebody told me the I'm coming, fed to the rules, and I hit the ground running, reasons not to live for fun, your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb, so much to do, so much to see, so much wrong, we're thinking the back streets, you'll never know if you don't go, you'll never shine if you don't glow. hey now, you're an all-star.